now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad and Margie and Margie's family. We pray that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 659, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. So simply text Vicki or myself or Stephanie at 636-395-0544 or email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com for a free quote. So welcome back, Margie, Andrew, Jackson, Sammy, Eleanor, and Ben. So you guys just recently returned from your Disney vacation and all the fun is still just fresh in your minds. So in the last episode, we ended with a recap of your day in Epcot. So what happened on day three? Okay, where did we go on day three, you guys? We went to the Magic Kingdom. We went to Magic Kingdom on day three. And what did we see? Something and another thing. (laughs) And we did another thing and another Another thing. thing. Then we did that thing. And Sammy went on Splash Mountain. Oh yeah, they all, we all went on Splash Mountain as a family. Hooray. I think we have caused some trust issues in Benjamin because we keep saying, this ride's gonna be amazing, you're gonna love it. And then he gets off of it and he's like, I didn't love it. And so. <laughs> so what did he not love about it? That big drop, he, he did not like that. So did you get a great picture out of the situation though? You can barely see Benjamin, he's like hugging my arm. But yeah, it's it's a pretty good picture. And um, we also took some magic shots. You took some magic shots? A ton. So every time when we took enough magic shots, I'm like, we took enough magic shots, now we're going to move on. So you were the boss? Yep. Okay. Um, Eleanor and Jackson also went on Space Mountain for the first time. Oh, it was amazing. So Jackson, that was your second big roller coaster on that trip. Yes. I think I would like um, walking roller coaster because I already loved Space Mountain. We already went on it twice. Yeah, Jackson set a goal to go on every roller coaster at, in Disney World, and he was able to do that. That's a good goal, Jackson. First day I did Rock and Roller Coaster and Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah, Slinky Dog Dash. The third day, which was the next day I could do something because Epcot doesn't have a roller coaster, but it will have. And the third day at Magic Kingdom, I did Mine, mine, mine Train, mine train uh, Space mountain. mountain, Big Thunder, Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder oh, mountain. I like that one too. Goofy's ride. And then Everest was the last one. We were super fortunate for Goofy. Like, the, we were the last riders on the Goofy ride. Yeah. Me and Ben do not like that one. Why is it with you were the last one? Because it was the end of the day? They closed it. It was 7 o'clock. They closed it. Because they thought a storm was coming. But it was actually just cloudy. So it didn't rain on you guys? It did not rain once. That's great. I mean... It rain while we were inside Space 220, but we missed it. I think I do remember Margie saying that. And I think having it not rain is a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing because you don't want to get wet, but it's a bad thing because it was so freaking hot. 
And it would have been amazing to get rained on. It had to be way more than 50% capacity easily. Oh, there were so many people. Yeah, but I'm just, um, like, how do people stand this hot? What's the capacity of Magic Kingdom? They don't tell, oh, the capacity is 100,000 people. So there had to be 50, easily 60,000 people. Yeah, so Magic Kingdom was really nice. We, we were able to kind of just go, we went through Main Street, went to the, you know, the pictures by the castle, um, and then we were able to eat to East Land. We went to Fantasyland, did Peter Pan, the Carousel, Small World, Mine Train. Then we went to um, Frontierland. Small World. Haunted Mansion. Railroad, Haunted Mansion. We went down the Splash Mountain. We did the Hall of Presidents. We did all of Adventureland with Jungle Cruise. And then- Through the um, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Got ourselves some Dole Whips. I saw that picture, that was cute. So Jungle Cruise, what were your thoughts, Andrew and Margie, on the new? The new ride's great. There's one problem with Jungle, two problems with Jungle Cruise. One is they need to update their their microphone system because it's it's very crackly some of the speakers are buzzing so it's it's really hard to hear your guide and then you either have a really good guide or you have an okay guide and there aren't that many really good guides i mean to be honest there's human beings so let's say 50 percent of the time they're having a great day everything's good they're on point uh, and then 50% of the time, they're kind of going through the motions. Our guide, she was okay. She was trying her best. I could tell she was probably on her A game, but she just was one of the, you know, she wasn't as quippy or witty. And then uh, other than that, all the changes are fine. In fact, unless you really know the ride, you're not even going to notice. Yeah, I don't notice the the changes because I didn't, I didn't know the script beforehand. Like I didn't know the ride beforehand. I mean, I knew it, but I wasn't, I didn't know it very well, you know? I was just asking because, you know, all the social media out there, they're just, you're either one way or the other. You're like, I really didn't notice. But then there's the diehards that are like, they took this out and they took this out and they took this, you know? But I don't think it detracts from the ride. I mean, I remember when it happened to Pirates and everybody was complaining. I was definitely, even even as a kid, I thought it was weird that they were selling people as slaves. That just seemed weird right. to me. But I think it's so much better to have her be a pirate. Um, so same thing here. Like, it, it didn't change the ride experience at all. Um, I don't think it enhanced the ride experience, but it definitely didn't make it worse. And it was a lot of fun. And they still have the backside of water. I was going to say, as long as they keep the backside of water, <laughs> what are you going to miss? Um, and did you guys talk about this on the podcast or did I read this somewhere that they changed um, Jack Sparrow to not look like Johnny Depp? They said they were trying to change him so he didn't look like, yes. There are three Jack Sparrows before you get to the end. Right. They are significantly different looking. Um, they still look like Jack Sparrow, but like they've modified the face, the, the, fit, the hair is in different spots. His beard's a little different. The very last one where he's sitting in a chair and it's 100% Johnny Depp. I thought that that one was the one that didn't look like him the most. Oh, that's right, you're right. The first three looked exactly like Johnny Depp. The last one was the one where it was very different. So I think they're like slowly but surely changing them out. I don't know. Is that because they're gonna have that new 
Pirates movie and he's not going to be in it? I have no idea. It's 20 years old. I heard they're going to relaunch it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Do we really need that? Because <laughs> we need another relaunch. Hey, if there's money to be made, they'll make it. This is true. Um, one tip that I would give people is as you're walking in the park, do not stop at the photographers. Like when you first get there during the day, I know you're super excited and you want right. your picture in front of the castle, but I, you're going to be back on main street and those photographers are there all day long. And the lines that get created behind each photographer in the morning, they're so long. And even if you just like continue down Main Street, there's about like seven photographers. So if one has a line, then you just keep going to the next one. If that one has a line, go to the next one. And then check back the next time you're on Main Street, there's gonna be a photographer who doesn't have a line. So then you don't have to waste like 30, 40 minutes of your morning on Main Street waiting in line to get a picture when you could do it later on in the day. Just a little tip. So I saw, Casey's Corner pictures, I think, right? Yeah, we went to Casey's Corner. That was my first time eating there. Their hot dog's good and their mini Yeah, I was, that's, uh, Disney usually does a pretty good job of representing their food on the menu. This was one of the cases where they're underselling themselves. When you look on the menu and see the hot dog, it, it looks like it's gonna be one of those little hot dogs, maybe an inch thick, you know, thin little tiny thing. The hot dog comes out and it's it's huge. Right. It's a full-on sausage. It's probably more than 12 inches. And yeah, it's a good two, two and a half inches in diameter. And then the bun is ginormous as well. We fed our four kids on that one hot dog. <laughs> well, that's what I said. It could feed two adults for sure because Brad always gets the chili dog and they don't skimp on the chili. And as far as value, it's like 12 bucks for the hot dog. I think the chili dog's 13 or 14. As far as Disney value, it's a pretty good one. That was good. I'm glad you guys got to eat there. So what'd you guys think of the Dole Whips? And one of you guys had a different color Dole Whip, right? I had the raspberry swirl. Uh-huh. I like that one better than a normal Dole Whip. It's like sweeter. It's not sweeter. It's less it's like a sweet, but it's just got It's like it. less pineapple-y and more raspberry-y. Raspberry-y. I got a pineapple vanilla swirl. Pineapple vanilla swirl. That was good. That's Joey's favorite. So what did you think, Sammy? It was good? Yeah. And then Eleanor's, was hers green? Eleanor shared mine with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, she shared the Kakamora float with me. Did Andrew get a float too? I got a root beer float. Yum. Yeah, he got it from Sunshine Terrace. I did get their wontons, which, yeah, don't, it's not worth it. They're a little too dry, they're small, and they go real quick. It's not worth the six bucks. We got those right after they came out, right after we reported on them anyway, in February, and we were really happy with them. But ever since we said they were really good and people have been getting them, they've said the same thing. And The spring roll cart was closed when we went. Stink. And I forgot to get my Nutella waffle again. <laughs> You'll just have to go back. Andrew can, Andrew and you can go and the kids can stay home by themselves. It'll be fine. Yeah, we have a video camera. <laughs> Jackson's like, do not leave me in charge of all these children. Another fun thing which we haven't mentioned yet is um, for those of you who know about the 50 um, figurines you can get in the Happy Meals, 
those life-size statues are all over the parks. So inside like Hollywood Studio, you can see Frozone so and like, R2D2. It, um, when you get the thing, there's a background. Where the background is, like let's say the background's at Cotton, Yeah, you'll be able to find the statue there. So the Stitch statue is really fun. It is stuck to the side of a wall in Tomorrowland. And they're all life-size, but it looks like he's, you know, like climbing up the wall. So that was really fun. Uh, we did the people mover. I did the people mover four times. I did it four times too. Sammy did it four times. They did it four we times. did, um, why can't I remember what it's called? Uh, Carousel of Progress. We did the Astro Orbiter. We did the Laugh Factory. I think we did everything except for the auto cross, auto something. We did everything but Aladdin. No, and the auto, the car. Oh, the car, the car one. When I asked about that, like, two times ago when we went to Disney, I was like, uh, like, why haven't we ever been on this? And then I thought, like, why aren't, can't we go on this? And I, I heard something say they cost money. Turns out they don't. So that was a puzzle. Yeah, it must have misunderstood, but yeah. We'll have to go on that one next time. I got to tell you, if you're going to miss something, Jackson, the cars is the least of your worries of missing. You did all the fun stuff, all those roller coasters that you can tell your friends about. That's going to be much more impressive than those cars. But we're going to have to go back because the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster will be open and the Tron coaster will be open. Oh my gosh, that looks so fun and scary. I want to go on Epcot. Like, done. Like, not done, done, like the Space Earth, but like with that, all that new stuff on Epcot's just going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I feel like Epcot's like not... Like, it's still good, but it's not as, I don't, what's the word? Magical? Oh, we did have, so we, we set it up so travel to the parks would be fairly easy. We did, Monday was Skyliner, Tuesday was Skyliner, Wednesday was a bus, but all the buses, the, all the buses they used for Magic Kingdom, I don't know if they just were being serviced or something went wrong or they were wrapping them or whatever it was. They had zero Disney buses and they had charter buses. Oh. So then one day we took a bus, we got to use really nice charter buses, which was way nice. Uh, and then what the Skyliner we did for Thursday as well. But yeah, that was another thing that just worked out and was really fun. Cause not that the buses are bad, but a charter bus is a heck of a lot better than- A lot more comfortable for sure. Way more comfortable. We saw Happily Ever After for the last time. And yes, I did cry. I got weepy. We expect nothing less, Margie. And so did my children. Some of my children got weepy too. So it's fine. <laughs> it's just such a good show. I'm just excited for the October 1st one, but Happily Ever After is such a good show. So that was our day at Magic Kingdom. Thursday, we went back to Hollywood Studios. And this time, Pop-Pop came with us, their grandpa, Andrew's dad. And we spent most of our time in Galaxy's Edge. Like, we kind of set up home base. Like, this is where Andrew just likes to go and sit in Galaxy's Edge. He can just live there if we let him. And so we kind of, he just found a good spot. He found the spot, like, right where Ray comes out and Chewbacca comes out. Um, and the stormtroopers come out. So they watched that and I would come and go and 
kids would come with me we would go ride slinky dog and then we would come back and then we would go get refreshments and then we would come back and but it was really good it was really fun to be back at hollywood studios we went and visited my dad um before we went and then my kids thought that's the last time they were going to see him for a while and then he surprised everybody all the kids thursday and spent the day with us and it was it was really cool my dad um is a huge star wars fan uh often tells the story he um had never heard of star wars but they would just go to the theater every wednesday he'd go to the theater and that movie popped up and he was into sci-fi he thought it would be fun so he went and watched star wars and he was just blown away and he went and saw that movie seven times in three days oh my gosh just that just t talking to everybody about it, about it, telling everybody how amazing that movie was. I think he was like 13 or 14 at the time. Um, so to have him, like, I, I was trying not to hype it up too much, but like, hey, I know you're not a huge fan of Disney. I know you're not a huge fan of crowds. Come spend the day with your grandkids. And let me tell you, Galaxy's Edge is gonna, it's gonna blow you away. And yeah, the whole time he was in awe. He just couldn't believe like seeing the Millennium Falcon in real life and all the deep, just the massive amount of details. I mean, he felt like he was inside the movie when we did um, Rise of Resistance. Being able to fly the Millennium Falcon. I mean, he, here's a, you know, 68 year old guy just blown away with the detail. And if you are a sci-fi or Star Wars fan of any level, you gotta make your way to Disneyland or Disney World um and check it out it will it will blow your mind they have done next level work uh, for a guy like me who's super into details like you can find things they have feet print in the concrete and you can see um they've done some cool stuff like they got actual they were able to get the actual feet of c-3po and r2d2 and roll them through the concrete so it looks like that it's really R2-D2 and C-3PO who have gone through. The detail, level, the storytelling. We went, the first time we went to Galaxy's Edge was before The Mandalorian came out. And um, in one of the shops, There's the, the collector, he's got stuff everywhere. And he's got a Mandalorian helmet and the Mandalorian gun. And they actually made, I think they made five or six hero helmets for the show, as well as five or six hero guns. And two of those were for Disneyland and Disney World to put in Galaxy's Edge. So they're actually the ones built by the prop makers for the show. And there's just so many details and really cool stuff and Jedi lore. It's awesome. I found it really fun to talk to your dad because as we were walking into Hollywood Studios, he was like, yeah, I've been to Star Wars. I've been to Star Wars at Hollywood Studios. It has but he was talking about star tours right like we've done star tours like yeah we've done star wars and we're like you have not done star wars at hollywood studios and when he walked into galaxy's edge he was like oh my gosh and even even going on the skyliner with your dad was just really fun like he's like man disney has upped their game like since the last time he had gone so it was just really fun so he lives really close to Disney, the parks? Yeah, he lives in Tampa about an hour and a half away. Oh yeah, I went to Tampa last um, spring and we were talking about going and then we decided it would take too much time away from the girl time or whatever. 
but I agree, Andrew, I'm not the Star Wars guru that you are. Like you could probably give me the genealogy and everything. And I don't understand all of that, but I do appreciate how Disney made it look so amazing. And Kaylee and I were surprised how in love with it we were for not really being the Star Wars fans that you guys are. So I can only imagine how you guys feel because we're just like, wow, Disney, this is amazing. Disney does a really, really good job with sound design as well. Like, um, and we'll get into this a little bit more when we talk about Animal Kingdom, but while you're sitting there in Galaxy's Edge, you'll hear ships fly by, ships landing, you hear droids. I mean, and it's not, the way they do it is, they have so many speakers placed throughout the, the park and they have them on timers. So it, it the sound moves through the park as if, a plane just flew by, a rocket ship just flew by. It's amazing. And you feel it. It's so cool. Yeah, there, Sammy's talking about, I don't know if you know, on the top of the um, Chinese theater for Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, they've got searchlights. One of the, I don't think Disney meant this at all, but when you're in Galaxy's Edge, you cannot see the beams of light. You can only see the light dancing in the sky. And it looks like spaceships flying and landing and moving. But then when you move over to the front of Hollywood Studios, you can see the searchlights. Um, so I think that's just a fun little thing that Disney didn't mean to do, but just happens. It's a bonus. You don't lose any of the magic by having that. So We did go into Oga's Cantina, and that was my first time into Oga's Cantina. It was Andrew's second. If you do have children going with you, I would highly suggest waiting for a booth. Just wait the extra 10, 15 minutes. And try to stay in groups of less, five or less. Mm -hmm. um, but we got some really fun drinks in there. It was fun to go in there. It, it is super cool. Like they did such a good job. And the cast members in Galaxy's Edge are really good, especially when you're like in Olga's Cantina. They don't break character. They add more flavor and, and color and life. Um, it's fantastic. Um, the other thing that we did that I was actually surprised about of how well it was done was the Disney Junior dance party. Uh-huh. I just thought that was a really fun show and the kids had a great time. And I'm so glad that we did it. And Sammy got really emotional when Mickey Mouse came out. And was really I mean it was really fun as a mom to see I was looking at it from a cost perspective analyzing like how much money this you know I do that for all the rides how much money does this experience cost Disney and what do they get for it that Disney Junior experience is probably one of their cheapest things I mean there's no moving parts it's it's a simple thing it takes 10 cast members to run the whole thing um, and they get their biggest bang for their buck out of that one for sure. Kids love it. It was good for adults. Um, me as a ten-year-old. Yeah, it was fun. They had a really. It, what really made it is they have a DJ who runs the whole thing, and you know you have the right energy performer. It, it made the whole show. And I would have thought it would have been. I don't know if anybody out there has done the Disney Junior at Disneyland. It had props like a Disney house would be built and all kinds of stuff. This was literally, Vampirina was on stage for a total of like three and a half minutes. Uh, each character's on stage for three minutes or less, just the costume, they just come out and go off. And uh, yeah, and flashing lights and 
but it was fun. Kids had a blast. Kids loved it. It was really fun. I need to adopt a child before I go in there so I don't look like a weirdo. You can just go. It's Disney. They have a bunch of benches in the back. You just sit in those benches. Nobody will know. They'll think you're a grandparent or a parent or an uncle. Nobody will know. They're going to know. That's a TikTok sound. They're going to know. Not going to know. <laughs> and then uh, we started our, our trip out with uh, Animal Kingdom. And uh, so Animal Kingdom is one of those parks where you can do the whole entire park in like three hours, or you can spend five days there. Yeah. Um, so it was really cool. We had some stuff to do that afternoon, so we didn't stay very long. It was good that that was our last park day. Yeah, it worked really well. Because we were all exhausted. Because at the Airbnb we stayed at, there's like a huge um, water park with like two water slides, a lazy river, and a big pool. Yeah. So it was the least populated park by far. I think right now it has a lot of offerings, but you know, Hollywood used to be the, the park nobody would go to because it's a half day park. Right. Like Animal Kingdom's now become that half day park. Um, but yeah, we were able to hit up all the roller coasters, all the rides, um, and we were we were out by two. But uh, some of the, the big things there, you get your best bang for your buck for food there. Um, what's the place called? It's over in Pandora. Santuli Canteen. Santuli Canteen. So one, it's that all the meals are less than any meal of any of the counter services in, in the park. Like price-wise. You get more food, they have a better selection, and then um, you can just ask for a cup, and then they have open soda machines. Just refill as much as you want, all the soda you want. And then they have a lot of really, because you're on Pandora, they have a lot of really fun-themed foods. So that are just, it's delicious. Really, really good stuff with a lot of options. Uh, one of the bowls they have is a, it's pork and chicken, but you can decide whether you want it on rice or noodles or just lots of options. They also have the pangu pangu. It's lime and raspberry slushy. That's the night blossom. With the boba beads on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Uh, pineapple and cream cheese spring roll type thing. The pangu lumpia is the spring roll. The night blossom and the lumpia, it's 10 bucks for, for the pair. So great little snack. Did you guys get the cheeseburger pods? Yeah. What did you think about the cheeseburger pods, Jackson? No, I, I, I ate like one one whole thing because nobody else wanted it. I thought they were really good. I'm surprised. You think you're going to bite into a noodle type thing, but it's bread and it's it was awesome. It was delicious. Jackson did come. He was going to, he went to go fill up our water bottle with water. And he came back and he was like, this water tastes really weird. And he had actually, he put Powerade in it instead of the water. <laughs> and the worker was like, oh, well, that's Banshee blood. <laughs> he just totally played off of it. It was really cool. It was fun. And of course, the greatest ride out of all the rides at Disney, actually, I would say out of any ride on the planet is Flight of Passage. Uh, for those who are familiar with The Void, which is not Disney, it's a virtual reality um, thing. That might be a little bit better, depending on what experience you do, but Flight of Passage is second to none. Like, it's it's an experience. 
It's amazing. Oh, it was Eleanor's first time on it. It was amazing. She thought it was super cool. And I love the smell of Flight of Passage. Yeah. So can Ben ride that? Or did you guys have to take turns? It's no, we had to take turns. It's, uh, it's a 44 high and Benjamin's only 40. So Benjamin was not able to ride it yet, but it's my favorite ride. I could just go to Animal Kingdom and ride that over and over and over again, and I would be happy. Did you ride Dinosaur? We rode Dinosaur. That was our first ride. Yeah. Again, Benjamin has trust issues because we said... Okay, I, I wouldn't have taken him on there. Oh my gosh. I love that ride, but that's scary, kind of. It's just bumpy a lot, but I, I love that ride, but I love... The other Isle of Flight of Passage. And Eleanor went, Eleanor and Jackson both experienced Expedition Everest for the first time. I did not like it. <laughs> I loved it, but there was this one drop, like this one just drop, and I don't like it. But he went on it again. I closed my eyes for most of the time. That's okay. That's how I used to ride the roller coasters too. So Jackson, of all the Disney roller coasters, since you were the guru this time, which one was your favorite then? It's hard. It's either Rock and Roller Coaster or Expedition or Expedition Everest. They're both really good. That is hard. It's going to be hard next time. It'll either be Guardians of the Galaxy or Tron. Oh, gosh, yes. So before we went on Flight of Passage, me and Jackson were talking about the... Um, how you like get on and Jackson said that it was like a motorcycle so then Jackson said but how will they will do Tron and then I said oh they'll just do it like a motorcycle and then Jackson said but you'll fling off so I said you'll have two seat belts on your back so you don't slip out or you just hold on really tight and we had an amazing safari guide one of the best ones I've ever had Best guide we had of any ride. Mm -hmm. He teaches us a lot. He like, taught us so much. Like, I did not know that alligators and, alligators and crocodiles open up their mouth to go down. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, you must have the same one I did in February because I thought, this guy is really informative. Like, it was like you were on a nature show like National Geographic or something. Yeah. His name was Brian, and he actually trains all of the new guides. Well, now we know why he trains them. He was so clear, like his enunciation was clear, like he just spoke really well, and he, he got the kids involved, and, you know, he just, he was really good. Getting character, he would stuff like jerk, with the, if the truck would jerk around, oh, you know, this, this part of the terrain must have had elephants run through. It's a little ruddier. And also, you know how um, kids eat vitamins? Um, elephants eat red clay. To get their vitamins. He also said zebras talk like whoop whoop, and that gave the truck good luck. Whoop whoop. Yep, that gave the truck good luck. And also, I think, oh, go on, Eleanor. And also, sometimes he gets lost, so he says, Akuna Matata. And then he said to us, if we didn't know, that means no wolves. <laughs> I wonder where he learned that. Sammy, he said, Mom, this trip, we have been outer space. We've been to other planets. We've been around the world. We've been on a safari. 
what I need to travel the wheel. If you want all those things. So it's just, you know, it's just kind of magical that he captured that. We were on planes, we were on trains, we were in cars, we were on boats, on banshees. The best thing that you said, Jackson, was let's go on that ride again. again. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, let's do it, Jackson. Let's do it. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you guys had a great time. And I'm glad you guys were able to keep that a secret. I do not know how you did that. It's hard. It was so hard. I can't believe we did it either. And then we kept telling them everybody who knew about it. And they're like, wait. Nana knew about it. Pop Pop knew about it. Gigi knew about it. All of your friends knew about it. And they like, knew about it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Everybody out there, this is really important. You have to have two trips planned. So we have a cruise planned uh, in the future. And uh, we basically, anytime we got caught talking about Disney, we would just be like, oh, it's our next trip. That's the one we've got planned for a couple years from now, the one we're planning. So the kids always thought it was, we were just talking about two years in the future, not talking about, you know, what we really were. So if you're going to surprise your kids, you plan the trip you're going to surprise your kids on, and then you plan the one that's going to be a year after that. And your travel agent can help you and and hook you up to to get both those trips taken care of. Ah, but now if you do that, I'll know. (laughs) We're never surprising you again. That's it. (laughs) <laughs> that was the one surprise. You have to wait till you get married for the surprises now, Jackson. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you to the whole Walker family for sharing the second half of your trip with us. I am super excited. I've been excited for you guys for the whole time that I knew it was going on, but I still, I still, whew, we can never keep a secret. Like I always give up and tell the kids because we tried with the Disney, we tried with a New York trip and we both caved. So you guys are great at that. You should help people plan that stuff. Um, But a few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-395-0544. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text Margie or myself at 636-395-0544. And for $200 refundable deposit, you can hold your reservation. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Your Story Travel TikTok account at Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Walker family, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Adventures out there. Adventures out there. Adventures out there. Adventure is somewhere out there. (laughs) Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends.